Welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 98 of the podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers drafting quarterback Jordan Love in the first round. And the significance of this is, of course, that they already have a quarterback and his name is Aaron Rodgers. And not only did they draft Jordan Love, they traded up to acquire him. So they, of course, are looking to groom him to be the quarterback of the future. Like, I've heard every TV analyst this week talk about this move, criticize this move, and some of them will defend it by saying, well, this doesn't mean that Jordan Love is going to get a chance to be the Green Bay Packers quarterback. That's absolutely what it means. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round if you have no intention of him being your future starting quarterback. This idea that Love is just going to sit on the bench for three seasons and never get a chance to start a game is ridiculous. And it's what some ESPN analysts are saying, like he's never going to get the chance because they have Aaron Rodgers. I think how we treat the position is changing, though. Like, I don't think quarterbacks get five years to become good anymore, but Jordan Love, at the very least, will get a chance to play, and I have no doubt that he will be on the roster in a time where Aaron Rodgers will not be. That's where this is headed. I think the statement is in the pick. The Packers are coming off a season where they are 13-3, and and they went to the NFC title game. They are making a statement that they are looking towards their future, and while they might have some current success with Rodgers. They have their eyes in the future, and their future is Jordan Love. I don't see how you could argue that, because they blatantly showed Aaron Rodgers they're not going to draft you a weapon, a wide receiver, or offensive lineman to help you in the current. They are looking to help themselves in the future. The statement was in the pick. To have arguments about it, about what it means to me, is ridiculous, because we don't really have to talk about it, because the statement is the pick itself. And then you have the parallels between Rodgers and Favre. I mean, there are so many similarities between their careers right now. Both of them have won two MVPs. Both of them have won one Super Bowl. And now, both of them were 36 years old when the Packers drafted another quarterback. That's right. Brett Favre was 36 years old when the Packers brought in Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers is 36 years old and the Packers are bringing in Jordan Love. There is also some major differences, though. Like, Brett Favre was talking about life after football, and Aaron Rodgers has talked about playing till he was 40. And the year before they drafted Aaron Rodgers, the Packers went 4-12 and with Brett Favre, so maybe he was past his prime anyway. I mean, last year, the Packers went 13-3 and and within one game of going to another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. And while, yes, it's obvious that Aaron Rodgers isn't quite the MVP-level caliber player that he used to be, he still had flashes of being pretty good last season. He had a six-touchdown game, and I also think it's worth noting, this was his first season with Matt LaFleur as his coach, so it seems reasonable to think that he could improve in year two, three, or four with Matt LaFleur as his coach. I don't have issues with them drafting Jordan Love. I do have issues with their lack of putting talent around Aaron Rodgers. This is not the first year this has been an issue. In his entire history with the Packers, this stat has been been floating around lately. He has thrown one touchdown to a first-round draft pick. That is horrendous. 
also, the Packers are never legitimate free agent players. They have never brought in talent in the offseason around Aaron Rodgers. So really, the only way for the Packers to improve is if they draft well. And because they use their first-round draft pick on Aaron Rodgers' successor, most likely, guess what? The team will most likely not improve. They have Devontae Adams. He's a pretty good wide receiver. But their second target right now is Devin Funches. And that, quite frankly, is not good enough to get back to the NFC title game or to win a Super Bowl. Throughout Brady's career, we've talked about his lack of weapons. What about the lack of weapons for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, at least some years, the Patriots have brought in elite wide receivers like Randy Moss. But even going back to the Brett Favre era, the Packers have never brought in legitimate wide receiver free agents. They never brought in a T.O. for a year, a Chad Ochocinco, no one of that caliber. They have had to draft people. And the best receivers that Aaron Rodgers have played with is Greg Jennings, Devontae Adams... Jordy Nelson, and while those are really good wide receivers, they are not Hall of Fame caliber wide receivers, and they probably had really great stats because they were playing with who? Aaron Rodgers. My point being is they have never brought in great wide receivers to play along with Aaron Rodgers in the offseason like most teams would if they had a quarterback of that caliber. And I also think that's a symptom of having a great quarterback. You have Brady, you have Manning, you have Favre, or you have Aaron Rodgers. You start to lean on them so heavily that you believe that they can make anyone a really good player and you ignore that they probably need more help than what you're giving them. Aaron Rodgers can't win a Super Bowl on his own. Brady can't win a Super Bowl on his own. You need to surround these type of level star quarterbacks with talent and I think the Packers have massively failed at doing that with Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers winning that Super Bowl with a 9-7 and Packers team was probably not the best thing that could have happened for his career moving forward because it probably made the Packers feel like, yes, this guy can carry our team and we're going to win a ton of Super Bowls because he's that type of caliber talent. I think if you look back at the history of football and you look at those teams that only won one Super Bowl, it's those teams that relied heavily on their quarterback. The Green Bay Packers with Favre, the Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning, and now the Packers with Rodgers. If you rely that heavily on your quarterback, it is going to strain your chances of winning multiple Super Bowls. You were not a great team. You just had an all-time great player. The Brady Patriots are a dynasty, not only because they had Tom Brady, but they also had a great team around him to win multiple Super Bowls. The Montana 49ers were stacked with Hall of Famers. The Pittsburgh Steelers with Terry Bradshaw were stacked with Hall of Famers. Aaron Rodgers has not played with a lot of Hall of Fame caliber talent around him. I also find it funny when people start to say, wow, Aaron Rodgers has a massive ego. Guess who created that ego? The Green Bay Packers, because they made him believe that they could do anything with just him as their quarterback. If you don't surround him with talent and he still puts up massive stats and makes you a winning caliber team, he's probably going to gain a gigantic, enormous ego because you made the team's success all based off of him. So the Green Bay Packers created this monster because guess what? They made it all about their quarterback. And teams that win a lot don't make it all about the quarterback. This is not Aaron Rodgers' fault. This is the Green Bay Packers' fault for only winning two Super Bowls with two of the all-time best. 
I also think that now this is happening again to the Green Bay Packers is making me blame them now more than ever. I mean, when the whole Brett Favre madness was happening, you were like, this is all Brett Favre's fault. He's an egomaniac. Okay, now you get a second chance with Aaron Rodgers, a guy who's not like Brett Favre. He's not a turnover machine, and many people believe he is going to become the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay, you've got your second chance, and guess what? They blew it. They blew their second chance, so now I'm putting all the blame on Aaron Rodgers, and I'm also taking the blame away from Brett Favre because they have made the mistake. They did not take advantage of the fact that they got an all-time great quarterback. He then retired. They got another one, and they didn't take advantage of the situation, and they only walk away with two Super Bowls in 20 years of having two of the best, what, 20 quarterbacks of all time? I look at them the same way I look at the Colts. Like it was a, I give them credit for getting Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, but the mistake was only winning one Super Bowl in that run. And like both teams put too much pressure on their quarterbacks. Each and every year we're about, will Peyton Manning put up stats? Will Brett Favre put up stats? Will Aaron Rodgers put up stats? Will Andrew Luck put up stats? Those guys would have to single-handedly ball out for us to win Super Bowls. I mean, I guess there's a fair argument to make that when you're paying Aaron Rodgers so much money that you can't afford to bring in big free agents. But there was a point when early on he was a starter and he wasn't making making big money and the Packers still the Packers have never been interested in bringing in big time free agents to help win a Super Bowl I mean yes occasionally during the Rodgers era they brought in Julius Peppers way past his prime they brought in Jimmy Graham way past his prime they've never brought in a high caliber free agent to help Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl and they never did that during the Brett Favre era either which is a fascinating strategy when you consider they had one of the first biggest free agency signings ever when they signed Reggie White and guess where that got them to a Super Bowl so I don't really understand their strategy to not go after the big free agents I mean let's take last offseason for instance I thought the Green Bay Packers should have gotten Le'Veon Bell because I 100% believe that Le'Veon Bell would have had a much better season as a member of the Packers with Aaron Rodgers than he was ever going to have as a member of the New York Jets like that's just a move that made sense to me and they never even tried to get a running back yes they got Aaron Jones so you can say they ended up with a great running back but still that's just the kind of move like last offseason none of us thought they had a great running back on the roster so why wouldn't you go out and get Le'Veon Bell to go along with Aaron Jones like bolster your offense around this Hall of Fame guy and try to win another Super Bowl while you can now the Packers are in this weird situation where they're going to have Aaron Rodgers for at least two more seasons because it's it's impossible to release him and not pay him that exorbitant amount of money. So he is going to be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers for at least the next two seasons. And you wonder, what will that do to his mindset? And I have an answer to that. It will do either one of two things. It will either elevate his game, knowing that his replacement is behind him. Like, I think there was some benefit when the Patriots brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. It probably helped Tom Brady get back to that Super Bowl level 
starter that he was before that. So I think that actually helped Brady. I think that motivated him knowing that, hey, maybe the Patriots don't think I'm good enough. Maybe they don't believe I can play into their 40s. Aaron Rodgers wants to play into his 40s. So maybe he will do his best to prove to the Packers wrong that I am your guy well into my 40s. Or it could do the opposite. It could make him paranoid and think about his next step and try to get out of his situation with the Packers. Maybe he will demand a trade. I think the latter is more likely because I think Aaron Rodgers is probably super frustrated that he's coming off this season where he gets oh so close to his second Super Bowl appearance and what do the Packers do in their first round? They draft his successor. Like that's got to drive you insane. And add that up with the little they've done this offseason. Like all they've done is added a wide receiver who's average in Devin Funches. I mean, again, that's all the Packers have done this offseason is get Devin Funches. So now it's Aaron Rodgers. He's still got Devontae Adams, but that's about all he's got. He's got Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, and the rest of his offense is eh, average at best. And while some people might think that last season was a fluke for the Packers and they weren't 13 and free good, well, guess what? Now its own team is kind of telling the star player, that's how we feel about it too. It's kind of like the Packers saying to Aaron Rodgers, we don't even believe you're 13 and free good anymore, even though we just saw you do that. So we're not going to bolster our roster around you and try to make another go of it. We think we're closer to resetting than winning another Super Bowl. And that's got to be the thing that's driving Aaron Rodgers mad at this moment. And of course, there's speculation that head coach of the Packers, Matt LaFleur, is not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan. He's done with Rodgers. He wants to start off with his own guy. I mean, that's kind of similar to the Brett Favre story, too. I mean, Brett Favre was not Mike McCarthy's guy. Guess who was? Aaron Rodgers. And now that Aaron Rodgers isn't the guy for the head coach, he's probably on the way out from the Packers. Because if you don't have the support of the head coach, you're not going to remain the quarterback of that team moving forward. I mean, the Packers have a long term investment in the head coaching career of Matt LaFleur. They no longer have that decade-long investment that they had in Aaron Rodgers, so they're going to pick Matt LaFleur's side over their Hall of Fame quarterback, and probably rightfully so. The issue with the Packers is not that they're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers too early. It's that I have zero faith that they'll move on from him in the right way. Like, I don't believe in them to build around Jordan Love either, because again, they've had two of the best quarterbacks of all time in Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And again, they've only won two Super Bowls with them. So now I have zero faith that they can build a winning team with a quarterback who's not as good as those two. I think the Packers are going to come to a realization in the near future that they don't have a quarterback who's as good as Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. And when they don't build around Jordan Love the way they didn't build around Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, they probably won't have winning seasons or win another Super Bowl. Like, I don't think they'll get away with it for a third time. You can say what you want about Aaron Rodgers and his decline, but I believe there are very few quarterbacks who go 13-3 and with that level of talent on the Green Bay Packers roster. Like, I don't think an average-level quarterback would win 13 games with that Packers 
roster last year. Nobody saw that coming. I think that's what Aaron Rodgers still has. He has the talent to win football games and win with teams that he probably shouldn't. How many years have we watched the Aaron Rodgers-led Packers and gone, wow, he's so much better than the team around him. He's elevating them. Will Jordan Love be able to elevate the Packers? Time will tell, but probably not in that same way and probably not even in the way that Brett Favre could win games with that Packers roster. The Packers, if they're going to change their ways and change their quarterbacks, they're going to have to change their philosophy and actually draft well and be players in the free in free agency and build around their young quarterback. Or they're going to learn the hard way. You can't win with just relying on great quarterback play because again, you won't always end up with a great quarterback. Maybe they are right. I mean, they believed in Favre at a time where not a lot of people believed in Brett Favre. They believed in Rodgers where, again, he dropped in that draft. So the Packers are pretty good at deciding who the next big quarterback might be. And maybe that will end up being Jordan Love. But again, I feel like they're either going to repeat their history or Jordan Love's going to be a flop. I don't feel like they could ever build a football dynasty in Green Bay doing things the way they are doing things in the free agency era. This isn't the Vince Lombardi-led Packers anymore. They're no longer that esteemed football franchise. They're not bigger than free agency or drafting. They need to do both of those things way better in the future if they want to return to being one of the most prominent teams in the National Football League. Another thing about this that is so fascinating, I feel like the biggest winner of this situation is Brett Favre because I listened to his interview on the Rich Eisen show and again, he's he's on his high horse now predicting that Aaron Rodgers will probably not end his career with the Packers. He is loving every single moment of this because for years we made fun of Brett Favre for wanting out of the Packers and now he can look at the guy that we all thought was better than him and he can go, see, that happened to Rodgers too. He wasn't that much bigger than me or better than me. The same situation is happening and no one's loving it more than Brett Favre. And what if Aaron Rodgers doesn't choose to be a mentor to Jordan Love? Are we going to make fun of him the same way we made fun of Brett Favre for not being a mentor to Aaron Rodgers? It's just so fascinating how for years we were like, Aaron Rodgers is a golden boy. He's so different than Brett Favre. I mean, the Stats do say Rodgers is a lot better. He throws a lot less picks. But then if you look at the similarities between the two, they're frightening. The one, the two MVPs, the one Super Bowl, the 36 years old, and they draft another quarterback besides you. I mean, those similarities are becoming more and more by the day. And their biggest similarity might be that they end their careers with different teams. Now, the way Brett Favre went about it was he wanted to get on the Minnesota Vikings to show the Packers what they missed out on. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be the same level of petty? That will be interesting to see. I doubt we'll see Aaron Rodgers in a Vikings uniform, but he'll probably want to be in the same division or conference. I think it will be so interesting to find out who Aaron Rodgers would want to play for if not for the Packers. Is he the type of guy that wants to play with a like a Bill Belichick, the coach who is the boss? Or does he want to keep playing for these Mike McCarthy? Carthys and Matt LaFleurs, who are basically the coach, but he's the star player? Like, does he want to continue playing for those kind of guys, or does he want to play for the coach who's kind of like a dictator-like type, like a Belichick, even like a Mike Tomlin-type guy, like somebody who has 
cachet and has won a Super Bowl before. I think Aaron Rodgers is just another example of how much, yes, we love saying who the next superstar is. Like, we love declaring LeBron James as the greatest basketball player ever. We love declaring Aaron Rodgers as the best quarterback of all time. But you know what we love almost just as much? Tearing them down. We love it. Fans love to do that. We love to do that. We love to say, hey, we were kind of wrong about that guy. Aaron Rodgers, he's an egomaniac. We do not like his style of quarterback play. But the the truth of the matter is, he is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play in the National Football League. And I believe whether or not he finishes his career with the Green Bay Packers, none of that changes in my opinion. I think there is a chance that if he does leave the Packers, there could be some more good football left in him. I mean, look at what's happening with Drew Brees, Tom Brady. They are still high-level quarterbacks in their 40s, and I could see the same thing happening for Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe.